tell a funny story because Master Impressive reached out to me and said, can you text Thrust and ask him if there are any last things he wants us to put into the episode or if there are any new releases that he wants us to speak about because he is coming up with a new album in the next week or so. And it was funny. I I ended up texting him and he did get back to me, but he told me that he was driving at the time. uh, So he wasn't really paying attention to what the text messages were saying. And he asked me, what time are we recording at? So right away, I got really I guess excited but I guess a little bit nervous at the same time because I'm not we're not prepared for this like he he's coming on the show and we didn't even know it and I I text him back and I said well I, I don't know if you're coming on the show or not we'd love to have you and and of course that still stands if you ever do want to come on the show you are welcome to come on the show but he actually ended up saying I have to check my schedule let me know what time we're recording tomorrow and I guess it's because so many people have reached out to him lately and he's in a schedule right now where he's shooting a music video for his new upcoming EP that he thought that he was coming on our show to talk about the actual uh, EP being released as well so I think he got confused and I ended up telling him hey listen I'll text you back later which I never got a chance to later in the evening when he wasn't driving and uh, we were actually thinking that we might have him on the show so I got really nervous about that at that time and I I just think that was funny because that's not what I was expecting I was just saying hey can you check another message that we had sent you and get back to us and and he got back to me saying, what time are we recording? So that, that was a pretty funny story that I had there. Okay, so I'm going to be handling thrust section right now. And I just wanted to say that's a pretty interesting story. And I could see how he has all this stuff coming in right now. And boy, I really hope I didn't give that impression that he was coming on the show. I just basically asked for any info that we could put in the show, you know, anything like that. Um, And once again, Thrust, don't get us wrong. You want to come on the show, you're welcome anytime, any day of the week, anytime you want to do it, you're welcome to come on the show. You've been nothing but kind to us. Absolutely. uh, I think think it was just a a mix-up because you had such a, a hectic schedule with your new album being released it's understandable right because as you get closer and closer to the release date for the launch of his new music everything gets like super crazy i mean before he had a little bit more time to go through this stuff methodically and you know check and read and but now it's it's probably just like a whirlwind going on being pulled in all sorts of directions and things like that so oh yeah for sure if we can have thrust on another show we can just dedicate an episode just to him and we could talk about his music we could talk about some of the hurdles that he went through to get it out and like anything, any insights and, 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 and any goes, little stories that he'd want to share with us and the fans. And that goes for Socrates, Chuck Lair as well. You guys are welcome on the show sure, anytime absolutely. you want to come on. Absolutely. So now we're going to head into Thrust's section here, his background, some of the things that he's been up to, and we'll just get right into it. Chris France is his name. Thrust is his stage name. He's a Canadian rapper from Toronto, Ontario, and he's most known for his appearance on the rap 
Rascal's 1998 single Northern Touch, which also features Cardinal, Chocolair, and Checkmate. He is also featured on the pop band Soul Decision's biggest hit, Faded. He's an old school rapper with a new school look. Some of the things that I came across while doing research on Thrust was you find little bits and pieces here and there on the internet, and it's almost like doing a reno job in your house. You see a little paint chip, a little crack, and you say, oh, okay, I'm just going to like, you know, chip that away, clean it up before I do the real work on it. And the more you clean it up, the more you chip away, the more comes out. And that's what I was finding out with Thrust. You would find these little pieces here and there, and the more you dug, the more you were looking, the more you would find. And next thing you know, you got avalanched with all this information, and you found podcasts, blogs, interviews, YouTube videos. It was just nonstop. And I got to a point where I just said, wow, we would have to do a 10-part episode just on Thrust because that's the amount of information that's out there regarding this guy. And I'm going to say this right away. All the artists that we've showcased so far are down to earth. They've been willing to help us. And we got to appreciate with their crazy schedules that they were still trying to help us while all their craziness, all their business and their own life is going on at the same time. And that just shows what kind of people these are they're down to earth they're good guys and um, you know it's our pleasure to showcase their work we're just going to get right into some of thrust's music because i really can't say much about this guy or any of these guys their music stands for itself and we're going to be looking at some of his tracks from his past present and future album 2019 original six album we're going to be mentioning all the specifics probably on our website but some of the tracks that i wanted to start off with is do you understand the reason one is y'all ready know Another track is So Amazing. Like GC, we too much for much. Yo, you pay for the day, we never go in touch. 
The next one that I want to feature is This and That featuring Chocolair. one is Remember When featuring 10. this bunch of clips we're going to be looking at MC part two standing by the speaker suddenly I had this winter season summer madness I just had to be down so I got closer the closer I get the better the sound my shit's hot everybody wants a copy yours outdated by tennis floppies feel the need for speed when it's time to go we're right on the track I got it going on since I'm up next to flex. Regulate like the circle, got a citizen vest. From the X to the next power move that I flex. It's high res, check the specs. Another thing that I wanted to mention was a lot of these guys work together and they've been working together since the beginning of the hip hop scene in Toronto. And that creates a special relationship with the music because they're all buddies behind the scenes. They all hang out, they chill and they bring that vibe into their music and it comes through. And again, we're glad that we can share this music with you and we, we hope you're enjoying the show. Now to get into some of Thrust's background, he started off as a break dancer. He also was traveling back and forth from Toronto to New York because he had relatives there and he started to seriously get into rap in grade nine. At that time, he picked up some records from Houdini and the Fat Boys and these albums had instrumentals on them and he would rap over the tracks. He had a group called World Domination with a DJX and Mastermind and really at a very early age, Thrust was being called upon to get his opinion on tracks that people were putting out in the day. For example, Maestro Fred was. Remember, Thrust was only 15 years old. And the fact that he actually grew up in the hip hop scene, the industry, and he knew all the players, that gave him a special perspective. And, you know, he has a like a very special intangible quality about him that gives him this sort of authority about things. And a lot of people trust his ear. And for example, Maestro Fresh was before he released his backbone slide track he used to call up thrust and would drop his rhymes over the phone to thrust before he recorded them so that's pretty interesting and a lot of these things you only find out if you do the research and believe me there was a ton of it yeah because none of the stuff that you know that we've come across or that you've come across we've ever seen in interviews or on tv or anything like that right well he does have a few interviews here and there and it's just you know they're hidden 
you almost you have to do a scavenger hunt. So you find a little piece here and then there's a link over there and then there's a little piece over here. And that gets back to what he said about his persona, his career. And he said that you have to create a mystique for your fans, for the people. You only give them just a taste and then they come looking for you. Basically, that's what he said. And remember, this guy grew up in promotions. He's been in the music promotion scene since the beginning. So he knows his craft. He actually went to school to learn about the music industry. I think it was at a local institution here in Toronto. He's worked with Virgin, if I recall correctly. But we're going to get more into that. There was, a, I believe, one of the interviews that we had listened to. He was on the phone and he had called into a radio station. And what was funny about that interview is I think somebody in the background was trying to talk to him or trying to sell him something. And he kept telling him, hey, listen, dude, I'm on the phone. Like, I'm doing an interview right now. And it was just kind of, <laughs> I think kind I remember of funny. That one, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, these are interviews that we've never actually seen. But when you do your research and you actually can come up with this kind of stuff in the interviews that are actually out there online right now, you can find them. It's just very, very difficult to find. Yeah. But once you do, it's just like, you know, it's gold. It is gold. You have this flood of information coming at you. It's just one thing leads to another. And that's why with this episode, I mean, it's a little scripted, but there's just so much information. We just can't present it all in a normal fashion. I mean, because if, if we were to do this back and forth on all the music and all these artists, we'd be here for three hours. And we know you don't want to listen to us talk for three hours. Uh, you'd rather hear about the artists and about their music. Absolutely. And so like getting back to Thrust, at a very early age, he knew what to do with the music. He knew what sampling was, what song to use. He had his own DJ. He knew the ins and outs of the industry. And he was really good at what he did. He just had this unique ability just to get this done. And this unique perspective that he had from going between Toronto to New York, that really had a large impact, I think, on how he handled the situation here in Canada, the Canadian music scene, where really they weren't getting much support. And he always stated that the U.S. had an interest and respect for the rap scene in Canada and Toronto specifically. There was a definite Canadian rap awareness. But then he also said here in Canada, it's just like everything was being slept on, like nobody knew anything, nobody cared, just nothing was being played on the radio. You couldn't hear anything. And a lot of it comes back to the whole college radio mechanism. A lot of these guys broke their music on college radio. That was their first commercial play. And they used that together with some of the promotion that was going on with Ron Nelson and some of the other shows, Power Move, DJX, all these characters, all these actors in the background working this new territory. And these guys were the vanguard. They were the pioneers. These guys are the rap legends. And so for us, it's pretty important to represent these guys properly and to do the best that we can to let everybody know just how big these guys are. Like they're not just some like Canadian guy in the background doing whatever and they sort of faded away. No, no, no. Through research, we found that they've all been working constantly here and there, singles, EPs, tracks, collaborations, promotion, working on all sorts of things. And we'll get into more of this stuff right now. Well, speaking uh, about not being able to market all of these guys in the Canadian market and the Toronto market, it's funny because because I actually never heard of Thrust until I saw the first video of his, which was Do You Understand on Rap City? And I actually still have that video recorded on my 
VHS tape that I have from Rap City, six hours of just all Rap City music videos from back in the day. And that's the first time I actually heard of Thrust, which is sad because in today's market, again, with the social media stuff, this stuff would have just blown up. But it's good because right now with the social media, you know, it's matured and it's at a level now where they can put all the old school stuff out, all the releases on vinyl, some of the special underground tracks that you don't get to hear, some of the videos. And some people have the stuff, like you said, recorded on VHS and it's out there. So it's really great to see. And I think they should re-release it as new stuff and, and claim that it's new stuff and try to make a killing off of it now. The whole situation here in Canada and Toronto, it's so weird. But again, we're doing our part. We're getting their information out there. And please, by all means, for anyone who's listening, go check out their music because these guys are amazing. All amazing. Thrust, Chocolair, Socrates. They're great. And they're so diverse. They all have their own style and they're well-versed. They're well-educated. They're smart. They're businessmen. They're entrepreneurs. They're producers. They do it all. And these guys, right from the beginning, they had no fear. They actually created the market here in Canada. They just went out and got everything done on their own by themselves. They just went down to the States, walked into the music headquarters and just started talking to people, just, you know, personal relationships. And that's how they do things. They didn't wait for anybody. And that's a good thing because nothing would have happened here with the people that were running the music scene here back in the day. They really could care less about the hip hop scene or any of their music. So it's good that they went out, started their own labels, took care of their own stuff and just got it done. So we're going to look into some of this interesting backstory about Thrust right now. His first release was in 96 and it was an EP called Past, Present, Future. And the distribution was through Fat Beats in New York. And within a week of the release, he was already in Vibe Magazine, Rap Pages. DJ Premier was playing it. Pete Rock was banging it out the gate. And they had no idea who Thrust was. They never saw him. They never met him. Thrust records his songs very quickly. Three quarters of his work is done on the spot, not written or pre-rehearsed. And he said, it's just a natural gift. It's in his blood. Thrust did his take on Soul Decision song, Faded, in one take. It took 30 seconds and impressed the sound engineer Femi so much that he got Thrust invited to Paisley Park, which is Prince's recording studio. And Thrust basically said that that was a highlight of his early days, like going, wow, like going to Prince's recording studio. It was an amazing experience. The song Northern Touch, there was a backstory about that. The song was initially for an EP and the Rascals were in the mix, but nothing was for sure. And the song was initially with the Rascals, Checkmate, Thrust, Chocolate, and the hook was with Julie Black and Chaos. At the studio to record the song, they couldn't get a hold of Chaos or Julie Black. And at that point, only Thrust and Chocolate were at the studio. And they called up Cardinal. Their end of the song was done in about 30 minutes. Later on, one of the labels pulled out of the comp. Then the whole thing was in limbo. And Thrust and everyone else thought that the song wouldn't go anywhere. And then eight months later, Rascal's manager decided to put it on the Rascals album. That's when the magic happened. But once the track was done, DJs across Canada wouldn't play it. Fortunately, though, DJ Premier and other DJs in New York played it alongside of Get At Me Dog. The song then blew up in the US. It took roughly two years for the song to hit the market. It almost got dropped, but luckily the song got made 
and got cooked lit in New York. And the Canadian DJs got the record because they heard all the buzz. But what's really sad is that they had it all along in their crates for at least seven months and weren't playing it. Once the video premiered, that's when it took off. Thrust is still really active behind the scenes. And like I said, keeps things on the down low. He has that little bit of mystery behind his business, what he's doing, that mystique that he says. He took some time off from the music game to raise his daughter, but he's still here and he's back and he's better than ever. Better, faster, stronger. Now we're going to check out some more of his tracks. The first one that we're going to start off with is So Fresh, the J-Swing version. We're also going to look at Showstopper. How many MCs must get this? But what I have to say, don't fuck with Chris. Name your top five, I'm at the top of that list. I'm bound to get a spot with the flex of the wrist. I decapitate the head to finish, snake that head. You can swing better, better, but I bet you miss. You see, there's too many beats and there's not enough time. For all of them to get blessed by the rap hammock style one time. Seems like the rap game is after you buy. And why? Cause you was in fire. Us seem to be fresh, but not quite like this. Me and Big Chris spitting out that venomous shit. The next one is Let's Go, the ProLogic Basshead Remix. So glorious, let's go. Sit back, just let it go. We got the lyrics so professionals, just you know. Mr. Thrust, Mr. Thruster, General, I'm coming through a bus, yeah. Yeah. Encouraging anyone I'm representing. I put it down so heavenly, God body splashing so live at a party. Everybody sing the words, you can sing the words, sing along. Hear the essence, feel the essence, feel the vibe, feel the song. Put it down, hear the sound. I represent so lovely. Yeah, you think of me. Some of his thoughts regarding the old school versus new school rap in Toronto are as follows. He likes the exposure that these other artists are getting in Canada, especially the Toronto rap scene. Drake and others are on top of the world right now, so that's always good. Some of the cons are the lack of unity. You know, your project comes out, nobody gets behind it, nobody wants to throw you a like, a heart, a repost. You have this weird inferiority complex that happens in Toronto with artists, and it's strange. They've been battling this for a while now but in the 80s with the likes of Mishimi and Dream Wars of first gen rappers it wasn't like that. Everyone rallied behind each other because it was just them against everybody like circle the wagons. And DJ Kimo actually talked about that in in our interview as well is that there's no cohesion between artists today and back then it was all about unity and being together. Absolutely. Another con that he mentioned was that we never really get to see the other layers of the Toronto's hip hop scene, the underground, the alternative and he said that you haven't seen 
a real rapper come out of Toronto yet. Just an MC, like from North American. No island vibes, like straight up Canada. That's a goal for Thrust personally, you know, trying to achieve being the rapper for Toronto, bringing the T-dot scene and sound. That's something that the city needs, he says. Some of the other thoughts that he mentioned in some of the interviews and some of the videos that we were looking at through our research was he's taking his time with his new music. He said, being a curator of something instead of rushing it. He said, that's a problem with people these days, rushing the process so that the music doesn't last. And he was basically equating it to cooking. He said, take time like a good meal, cook it, let that sauce simmer and you give it to the people. And then he says, how does it taste? How does it feel? And that's again, I think where his experience and his background in the music promotion helps him a lot. He understands the game and all the facets. He sees the whole thing. This guy's really talented and very aware of what's going on. So props to Thrust. And he also said that Instagram is his music portal now. Everything that he does, it's all through Instagram. Back in the day, they had different social media platforms, but now it seems like that the concentration use Instagram or Spotify, just two or three major platforms and that's about it. Thrust also mentioned that when they did Northern Touch and all those records, the reason why that particular magic happened was because they knew each other and were cool with each other and hung out and everybody knew everybody else and they shared the same vibe. He said, we didn't only do music. We just go and chill and then make music and that's how you get that synergy, he said. When you go with somebody who doesn't know you and they're putting it together, he said, it's not there. He also said, our generation of peoples was the kind where you just began doing it. We were the dreamers. We were the ones who got the ball in action. And that's why I know that's my gift. That's why it keeps me fresh. That's why I'll never go away, he said. Some people, they're trying to be rappers, trying to be this, but you don't actually have that in your bloodstream. And you're going to fade out after a while. And basically what Thrust is saying is you can't fake it. You have to be in this game. You have to live it. You have to be it. Some of his other music that we're going to look at right now is Take Me Away Interlude. Next one is time and time again. We're all gathered for what purpose now disperse, rehearse, practice lessons taught, and life been do a lot at a young age that my thoughts flow free from the garden grew a tree. Oh golly, I think I spot a poly. Manner informed, playing that feature with the sermon. Let's do a dance called the what? Chew on. Tell me, is it really here in the promised land you thought, but you never really knew? Now you're looking like that crumb on the table. I used to tickle your navel, but now you're watching me on the cable. Much music, what you do? I love I chose to choose it. My rhyme slaps your brain. Feel the pain from the hunger of a needy kid. Read my eyes and see the fear. Y'all know how it goes. Now tell me how you live. And we have two more here that we're going to look at. The first one is Rage, You Didn't Have to Go. Family. You know the situation, I'm the story, something like this. Just 
description of the man, can you understand? I paint a picture, my man, do his eyes, I'm seeing, he's breathing. On the other side, me, my man, used to roll and make tapes on the four track around 87. Hip hop set rappers, mock the salt from the crackers. Attach up the body snatches, they know how much better. Continue with this letter, that I write for my man, ask Ice. This shit was real tight, thick like a burrow, coming through your neighborhood like a superhero. After a time, it's another time, thoughts reminiscing in my mind, and I find that I'm wishing that I could change the situation. I wasn't under location, cause I'm. And the next one is Rage Remix. There's some special info that came out regarding the Chosen or Few album. And this ties into, I guess, obstacles that all these artists have faced in a certain way. Socrates, Chocolair, Jeff Smith, Thrust, The Rascals. They all hit these roadblocks, these speed bumps, but they overcame it. And that's the main thing. They just kept pushing and kept going. Now, with the Chosen or Few album, that came out on 9-11. So he was basically saying that a lot of people just missed it. It's like, what happened to Thrust? He was there and then boom, gone. Thrust said that the gift and the curse of it was that it made him revamp. He said that he was in the music biz for so long since he was 15 and he never had a break and he never really had time to get back to family never had time to reevaluate his career. And maybe that was a blessing. You know, you can look at it from both angles. But I think that most of the artists that we're showcasing in this episode, they came out stronger for it. And this is where we're at. Some of his other thoughts, he said, it's more economically feasible to make music now as it was back in the day. He said, you have to balance it out. He said, I don't have to spend a thousand dollars at a studio anymore. I have a laptop and a mic. Boom, my song is done. He said, I just have to pay somebody for mastering and even that he said he can find somebody to do it so it's come a long way because we were talking about in the previous parts if you didn't have the cash if you didn't have the budget to push your music chances are that you wouldn't be able to push your music at all and unfortunately that basically cut a lot of really talented people from the music industry especially the Toronto hip-hop scene back in the day and that's our loss Thrust was also saying that he's always had that kind of hip-hop vibe growing up in the culture growing up in the business knowing everybody and he goes that's just how it is he goes he was blessed to be around the right people one really important quote that he mentioned in one of his interviews was stay away from the dream killers and he was talking about that because people were basically throwing shade at him for what he was trying to do he was trying to get into clothing and some of the other aspects of the the hip-hop scene which are very important and basically he said these people were telling me you can't do this he said i did it you can't do this other thing i did that to everything that people told him he couldn't do he just went out and got it done and that's why i respect these guys so much because they just go and they just get it done just like that you just got to put in the hustle you got to do the grind put in the work be motivated and these guys are motivated 
And these guys are role models for everybody. And also most of these guys are dads too. So they're running their families. So they have their responsibility to their families, their kids, putting food on the table, running their business, making their music. These guys are amazing. Little known thing, if you didn't know about Thrust, he likes his Tamiya kid cars. I found that out by checking out some of his stuff online on YouTube. All these artists that we're mentioning, they were involved in the Fresh Arts program here in Toronto. It was a government-funded initiative to get kids off the street. That basically launched the career of most of these guys because they were all in it together. It was just a big group of buddies hanging out and they got into this program and they had funding and the support to get their music out. And I'm glad that it happened. So that's a good thing that our government did for once. There's also a podcast which is co-hosted by thrust is called views before the sixth where they go into history of all things hip-hop in canada and especially in toronto those are really interesting so if you haven't had a chance go check those out i don't know if i mentioned this previously but thrust helped ron nelson with street promotions right from the beginning like getting the scene get off the ground back in the day and i think that played a large part of his ability to understand the industry and the nuances the things that if you weren't in the middle of it you just wouldn't get and i think he brings that to the music scene even today especially going into the fresh arts program a little bit more it was basically a jobs for ontario youth program and they partnered up with the toronto arts council and created the program called fresh arts socrates chocolate they all came out from that program that was aimed at helping kids off the street it was from that fresh arts era that so many things were born thrust was born into the hip-hop world he says things always just fell in my lap hip-hop is part of the culture it's part of our fabric he also said though that there's less opportunity now and likewise he said that you have to know your worth you have to know your power and he said that toronto has never understood its power thrust continued saying that he never waited for anyone else he said he went and started his own label and so too did all the other hip-hop artists that were running with him in the scene back in the day chocolate socrates all these guys they just went out started their own thing got it done here's an interesting little tidbit thrust has a rule of threes if something comes to you three times accept it and go with it for example thrust turned down soul decisions request to have him in their top hit called faded and this happened two times before they came back a third time and thrust said yes and that was a really interesting take on a life lesson that thrust has learned throughout the years it's really cool thrust also worked for virgin music for five years as head of the national promotion street team department again he's been in promotion since day one he knows his craft so i'm sure that virgin said why not have this guy who knows everything everything about promotion on our team. And that was a smart move on their part. Also, we're going to look at a little bit of his philosophy, which we talked about a little bit earlier. And he basically said that you have to create a mystique about yourself. Don't put yourself out there so much. Let the people come to you. Just feed little bits and pieces here and there. There has to be a mystery about you. That's good advice for Pod Jerky Podcast. <laughs> exactly. Since uh, Master Impressive here is incognito. I guess we know a little bit about promotion as well, right? So now another quote that he had was, and this is for all you up and coming artists out there, listen to this. He said, they can ask for your music for two years, or they can ask for you for a lifetime, which one you want. Basically, he's saying, don't rush your music. Make sure that you put out your best product. Make sure that the music represents who you are. Don't have people force you to get your stuff out quickly, rush it, 
cut corners, do things properly, take your time. It's like you said before, you got to let it cook. You got to let it simmer. You have to make sure it tastes good so it lasts. Thrust is one interesting and cool cat. Let me tell you, he's <laughs> some of the Instagram communications that we've had with this guy have been pretty interesting. And I think, didn't he send you some disappearing message regarding one of his tracks? He did. Yeah, there was, I, I don't know if he realized that it was a disappearing message because I looked up what that actually was because I have no clue what it is. And apparently sometimes it just, it happens and it's in one of the settings and you just hit something wrong. And uh, the video that he sent us just actually disappeared. What was actually cool was he actually called us his peeps and <laughs> kind of got excited about that. I was like, hey, we are Thrust's peeps. Didn't you say G's? Some, yeah, it was peeps or G's. It was something like that. And I was like, got really excited about that. And, you know, not not to get overexcited about somebody like Thrust embracing us and, and allowing us to communicate with him and stuff. But that's pretty exciting when an episode that you're working on and you're putting so many hours into research and looking stuff up for all of this just to get this episode right. And you want to represent these guys properly. It was amazing to have him reach out back to us, just like Socrates, just like uh, Chuck Claire, and, and then actually communicate with us on a personal personal level and actually say, you know, like he appreciates what we're doing and, you know, you have permission to use whatever you want to use from, from myself, my music, uh, interviews, anything like that. And just to get on a personal level with Thrust was awesome. One thing about Thrust was I learned that he gives everybody the time of day. Doesn't matter who you are because he understands it's about treating people the proper way, giving everybody their say, giving everybody their time to express their feelings, their thoughts, their emotions. And it's just connecting with other people. And if you don't connect with other people, you basically, you can't learn. Instead, if you talk to people, you engage with them, they appreciate it. And before we actually take off from this episode, we want to touch base again on Thrust and how nice he was to give us his time and talk to us online and actually sent us a single from his new upcoming EP. We asked if we could give it a sample on our show today. And he told us that, yeah, sure, you can go ahead. You're allowed to play this song. So here's a sample from his new upcoming release called The Return. Everyone in the game knows about Thrust. He's a really, really big talent. He's been working on a lot of new music, and he was kind enough to give us a quick rundown on his new album coming out shortly, titled Play the Game to Win. He also touched on Skylarkin, his new single, which is out right now. So official when we bring it so official, bro. How you talk about it really like you run the show. Mr. General, yeah, you run the town. Mr. Flavor, Mr. Drop it, Mr. Who, put it down. Me and Frankie and O'Kimmer back, we got the balls. Got the balls to take you niggas from the earth to the stars. Yeah, focus on some real winners. Calm down, pull the play-doh. Yeah, we here, we get the dinner.
There's a lot of great stuff coming out of his camp these days, and we have a lot of big announcements coming up. All right, Thrust? Yes, what it do, guys? Pod Jerky. Let me tell you, basically, the project's called Play the Game to Win, and it's just about, you know, getting up and playing the game. The game's just being the best you every day and achieving the best, you know, trying to reach your 100% every day, your potential, whether it comes to music, being a father, being a person, being a janitor, being a detailer, whatever you do, play the game to win. It is produced by the squad. The squad is just a group of friends who happen to be very talented, and I only work with my friends when I do my music. So anyone you see me do music with, that means I have a really close affiliation with them. So basically, we got Landscape on there, me and Nish got track on there. Cedar Hill, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. I got Frankenstein on there. Y'all know that already. Skylarkin um, with Whitey Dawn. I also got another special guest on there. I can't really announce that yet, but it's being done. Somebody out of New York, so I'm going to leave that as a mystery. That's the little question there, but that's done. That's produced by Navi, Navi the North. Um, and then Navity North got some other joints on there. And I got T to the D on there, of course, me and Dankov. Um, we got a song called The Return. And yeah, it's crazy, man. That's, that's the production pretty much. Um, big shout outs to everybody involved with the project. And of course, I got to shout out my video team, production squad, Frank and Loud Photography. Um, get at him for the fly photos, the fly videos. Me and him put the concepts, directed all the videos you've seen. And we just keep it moving like that, my friend. That's it, man. Play the game to win. Thrust. In the zone. Having fun. Making music with my friends. Play the game to win. It's guaranteed to slap. That's all I could tell you. Guaranteed to slap. Thank you for the opportunity. You know what to do. Skylocking. Out right now. Let's go. Here we go Now we're gonna get down. <laughs>